Hello, 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 hello. What up? This is Jeb's Media Podcast. Welcome to Jeb's World. I am your host today. I am Jojo. Come on in, take a load off, and let's get acquainted or reacquainted. It's all about self care awareness up in here. Life self care is not selfish. It's a well-deserved, quote-unquote, me time. So be intentional. Be deliberate. For your mental, physical, and emotional well-being is dependent upon you. And remember, this is a self-love zone. Today we're talking about self-compassion and the different effects that it has when you're being self-compassionate. Self-compassion involves treating yourself the way you would treat a friend who is having a hard time. Even if your friend blew it and their feelings are inadequate or just facing a tough life challenge. The more complete definition involves three core elements. That includes self-kindness, common humanity, and mindfulness. So I ask, can you be too? self-compassionate many people fear self-compassion they feel like it's really just a form of self-pity it is not a form of self-pity while self-pity says poor me self-compassion recognized that life is hard for everyone nobody gets skipped over when it comes to life being hard don't matter who you are, don't matter where you're from, don't matter uh, what nationality you are, don't matter what language you speak, life is hard on everybody. And it's not considered self-pity, okay? Self-pity is poor me. Self-compassion recognizes that life is hard for everyone. Self-compassionate people are more likely to engage in perspective talking rather than focusing on their own distress. They are also less likely to reflect on how bad things are, which is one of the reasons self-compassionate people have a better mental health. We have to be mindful of what's going on in order to experience and practice self-compassion. So we ask the question, mindfulness or self-compassion? It's a core component of self-compassion. When I say it, I'm saying mindfulness. Mindfulness focuses primarily on acceptance of experience itself. Self-compassion focuses more on caring for the experiencer. Mindfulness asks, what am I experiencing right now? Self-compassion asks, what do I do right now? Mindfulness may say, feel your suffering with spacious awareness. What self-compassion says, be kind to yourself when you suffer. Mindfulness and self-compassion both allow us to live with less resistance towards ourselves and our lives. 
if we can fully accept that things are painful and be kind to ourselves because they're painful, we can be with the pain with greater ease. In other words, it's going to happen, people. Nobody wants it, but that's just life, like I always like to say. So the, the key is to know how to handle it when it does. Not necessarily mean you're going to know when it's going to happen. It just lets you know that when it does, know how to deal with it. And don't sweep it under the rug like it didn't happen. Because it's going to happen and you're going to have to deal with it. When we practice self-compassion, we are deactivating the threat defense system and activating the care system. That is normally what you would call fear versus truth. Fear, say self-compassion, would make us weak and vulnerable. The truth, in fact, self-compassion is a reliable source of inner strength that confers courage and enhances resilience when we're faced with difficulties. Then you may have fear says self-compassion is really the same as being self-indulgent. Whereas the truth is it actually is actually just the opposite. Compassion inclines us towards long-term health and well-being, not short-term pleasure. Okay, self-compassionate people engage in healthier behaviors like exercising when that stress come upon you, eating well at all times, drinking less, and going to the doctor more regularly. So when these things come upon you, you can deal with them mentally and physically. Then you may say fear says self-compassion is really a form of making excuses for bad behavior. Whereas the truth about it is actually self-compassion provides the safety needed to admit mistakes rather than needing to blame someone else for them. Then we say fear. Self-criticism is an effective motivator, whereas it really is not. Our self-criticism tends to undermine self-confidence and leads to fear of failure. If we're self-compassionate, we will still be motivated to reach our goals, not because we're inadequate as we are, but because we care about ourselves and we want to reach out to our full potential. Isn't that what this is all about anyway? Self-compassionate people have high personal standards. They don't just beat themselves down when things happen. You know, sometimes life is hard. Can you be kind to yourself? It's hard out there, people. If you can't be kind to yourself, if you can't stroke your inner self when things are going on, then who can And how are you going to be able to deal with the things that happen to you if you're not able to? Together, mindfulness and self-compassion form a state of warm-hearted 
connected presence that strengthens us during difficult moments in our lives. I like to say mindfulness is making you aware of what's going on. You know it's there. It made you aware of it. Self-compassion helps you to deal with it. Tell you, okay, it's, it's happening. Ain't nothing we can do about it. Mindfulness is letting you know it's going to happen. Self-compassion kicks in and says, okay, this is what's going to happen. I already know it's going to hurt. I already know it's going to blow up. But self-compassion is not is telling me to get ready. And if you practice self-care awareness before this happens, mentally, physically, and socially, then when the emotional part comes in, you're ready for it. That's how you deal with it. Practicing imperfection. Whenever you find yourself using self-compassion to try to make the pain go away or to become a better person, try shifting your focus away from this subtle form of resistance. Okay? And practice compassion. Simply because we're all imperfect humans living an imperfect life. And life is hard. In other words, practice being compassionate in a mess. Okay? By simply asking the question, what do I need now? And allow yourself a moment, just a moment of self-compassion. Even if you can't find the answer or you don't have the ability to meet your needs at that particular time. Ask yourself, what do I need? The mindfulness is asking, what do you need? The self-compassion is allowing you to figure it out. And even if you can't figure it out at that moment, it at least puts you in that right mindset to figure out what exactly what what you're going to have to do. Remember, people, nobody's perfect. I'll always say, You can run after perfect as much as you want. I guarantee you, one thing in life, you'll never catch it. Because perfect is going to always stay two steps ahead of you. Because nobody's perfect. We are all imperfect, mortal human beings who makes mistakes. It's going to happen. We have no control of it. It's going to happen. Be intentional. Be deliberate on how you're going to deal with your compassionate side. Just make sure that you deal with it. You need to deal with it so that you can go on to the next level, so that you can go to the next step, so that you can decide now this is where I'm going to be. But don't stew in that. Don't feel sorry for yourself. Stroke your inner self. Tell your inner self, we're going to be okay. Yes, this did happen, but we're going to be okay. We're going to the next level. We're going to figure out, maybe not at this moment, maybe right not right maybe right not not right now, but we're going to deal with it. We're going to get to the next level and we're going to move on. Because as soon as we fix this, 
who knows we may have something else coming up and because that's the way life is we don't want to be still in the mist and stewing in this mess when something else come up because I guarantee you people as long as you live as long as you're breathing something else is going to come up I like to think of things as good things nothing we have no control over it but I like to think good I like to put out whatever you put out in the universe comes back even if the things come that's not always what you want I like to still stay in that frame mind that's not self-pity that's not ignoring that's not sleeping things sweeping the things under the rug that's just realizing being mindful okay it's gonna happen but I'm gonna find a good thing in this I'm going to find out what can I get from this or who can get something good from this. That's all you have to do about it. That's all I got for you guys today. I really hope that you guys got something from that. I'm JoJo. I really appreciate you guys being here with me. But before I go, I need you to know that here at Jeb's Media Podcast, We are paid. That's right. We get paid. One dollar per show. So if you have anything to say, anything you want to talk about, and you want to get paid, drop a line at jebspodcast at gmail.com. Leave the appropriate information, and I'm pretty sure it's the one to get in contact with you. They did with me. Here at Lifestyle And health awareness information is my pleasure. Peace.